Hi, and welcome to the Country Hope Church podcast. We're based in regional Queensland with locations in Chinchilla, Gainda, Jandawi, and Meandara. We hope you enjoy this episode and we invite you to join us for a Sunday service. For full details, head to our website, www.countryhope.church. Remembrance Day is the day that we remember over 100,000 Aussies who paid the ultimate sacrifice in war. I've got a couple of pictures to show you. These are um, some of the graves of Aussie diggers overseas. Um, On your left, you'll see a photo of Villers Bretonneux in France. Um, My daughter and I went there three years ago in winter. And you can see the row of graves looking over that field. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of graves, plus a big wall with thousands of names of the bodies they couldn't find of men lost in action. And you can see on the right there, just a little tombstone, an Australian soldier of the Great War, 19th to the 20th of July, 1916. That was at Fromel, which is not far from Villers Bretonneux. I actually took a photo of that grave because there was a, a young man from Chinchilla called George Statham, who was a cabinet maker in Heaney Street. And uh, he went to France. His very first day in France was the 19th and the 20th of July, and he perished with no known grave. And I thought, that might be George Statham from Heaney Street in Chinchilla, you never know. And I took that photo to show the sacrifice. Go to the next one, Stu. This is in Singapore. So I've been to France, all through France, in winter with snow on me, and then I went to Singapore in a tropical downfall. And you can see on the right that tombstone an Australian soldier of the 1939-1945 war, unknown, the ultimate sacrifice. The thing that strikes me about that cemetery in Singapore is the age. Uh, Most of the soldiers who died there were 22 or younger. And it's really striking to think that kids younger than my kids paid the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, Sacrifice is such an emotive word. And to actually stand there at the grave of these young men and women who gave their all sacrifice. The Bible talks a lot about sacrifice. It talks about the sacrifice in the Old Testament. It talks about Jesus' sacrifice. It also talks about the fact that we as Christians are required to sacrifice for his kingdom. We're we're required to sacrifice um, our lives. It's the essence of Christianity, a life of sacrifice. So what does that mean for us in 2022 here in Queensland? What does it mean to live a life of sacrifice for the kingdom of God? It doesn't mean this, that we'll have a grave. We won't have to pay that ultimate sacrifice, hopefully, for our Christian faith. What is required of us? In practical terms, what does it mean to live a life of sacrifice? Fortunately, God made it really clear to us what a life of sacrifice looks like. I want to read Hebrews 13, 15 to 16. And it talks about the sacrifice that we make as Christians. It says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of the lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for such, with such a sacrifice, God is pleased. Continually offer God a sacrifice, a sacrifice that God is pleased with. Now that should get my attention. As a Christian, as a Christ follower, I know what my sacrifice should be and I know that it will make God pleased with me. 
I know what will make him smile on me and say, good job, you're doing great. The writer of Hebrews encourages us here in two ways. He says, offer a sacrifice of praise to God and offer a sacrifice of good deed to others. Does that sound familiar, that theme? It should because Jesus said in Matthew 22, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbour as yourself. On these two commandments, the whole of the law and the prophets hang. So Jesus' words were a sacrifice of praise to God and a sacrifice of service to others. And they mirror what we read in the Old Testament in Exodus 20 when God gave the Ten Commandments. The first four were all about sacrificing to God, our relationship with him. The last six were all about our relationship with others and a sacrifice of service to others. So the Bible is consistent right from the beginning, right through the Old Testament and to Jesus and then through the New Testament teaching. This is what is required of us. This is our sacrifice to love and to honour God and to generously love those around us. That's what's required of us. But once again, what does that mean in practical terms? It's easier to say, love God and love everyone else. Yeah, I can tick that box. I'll get on with my life. But what does it actually mean? What does it mean in practical terms for me in 2022 here in Queensland? Well, Hebrews sets this out really well. The writer here says, firstly, our sacrifice to God. He says, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. Now, some people read this and they immediately think singing. Sacrifice of praise, I come to church Sunday morning, I sing and we had great worship here and that's my sacrifice of praise, it's singing and, and that's part of it. Part of it is coming to church, joining together, but there is so much more than just singing, that's my sacrifice of praise through my lips. It's more than telling him how I feel about him. And that word profess that's used in that verse uh, it's a great word. It's an old-fashioned word. May the fruit of my lips profess his name. To profess is to swear allegiance to. I will swear allegiance to the king. It's not used much these days, profess. But it is, uh, like I said, a, a word that uh, denotes I will um, show who I stand for. I will show whose kingdom I belong to. And for the, for the people who are reading this letter the letter of Hebrews originally. They were part of the Roman Empire and it was a big thing to profess your faith in Caesar, to profess uh, that, that he was king and, and he was regarded as the saviour and, and people would go into town and they would go into town, go to the bakery and the, first thing, the way that they would greet each other is Caesar is Lord. And everywhere they went, they would profess Caesar is Lord. It would be the profession that they had. And on all their coins was a picture of Caesar and statues in town. And their profession was Caesar is Lord. And they didn't just declare it, they lived it out. They went to the temple regularly and they, they did everything right through life as a profession of faith to Caesar, as, a, as their profession of faith. And it affected everything they did and everything they said and, and it affected even their family structure and, and there were all these rules about how you profess the name of Caesar in every part of your life. So for the Romans who first read this, it wasn't just, we'll go to church on Sunday, we'll sing and that's my profession of faith. It was a whole lot more than that. It was a profession of lifestyle. This is how I live. And the writer of Hebrews says here, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. 
the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. We, we give a sacrifice of praise to God by openly declaring he's our Lord. And we do it not just on Sunday, we do it every day of the week. Whatever we're doing, we do it by not only what we say, but what we do. The two go hand in hand. The writer says here, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. So we start with what we say, and then the fruit of that is what we do. The two go together. And we offer God a sacrifice of praise by openly declaring, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christ follower. He is my Lord. But that's just the start. That then leads to the fruit of what I say, which is, I will live my life as a profession of faith to God. I will live my life with integrity. I will live my life as a profession of God in the way I conduct my relationships. I will live my life as a profession of faith to God in the way that I handle my finance. I will live my life as a profession of faith to God in the way that I value other people. Everything that I do shouts, I profess that Jesus is Lord. Everything that I do, all of it is a profession of faith. I will live my life professing his kingship over my life. But I won't just say it, I'll live it out, I'll do it. We openly profess his name by saying, you are my Lord. And it affects the way that I live my life. Our actions need to um, match our words or our words are empty. And Jesus, and God, sorry, he talks about this in the Old Testament when he, he says to his people, I don't want your sacrifices, I want your love. I don't want your offerings, I want you to know me. I don't want your sacrifices, I don't want your, uh, your words alone, I want your whole self. I want everything to reflect that I am your Lord. And if you speak it without doing it, it becomes meaningless. And so we're called here to profess the name of Jesus as our Lord in everything that we do. So we offer him a sacrifice with the fruit of our lips, with our declaration. And we do that. Hebrews, the writer, expands on that even more. He says, and don't forget. So this is now, we profess his name as Lord. We live it out in a life of integrity, a life of uh, good relationships, a, a life that uh, lifts others. And we do that, he expands on that, and do not forget to do good and to share with others, for such a sacrifice God is pleased with. What sacrifice is God pleased with? He's pleased when we do good and share with others. That's what pleases him. So coming to church, getting dressed up, coming to church, singing on Sunday, singing like an angel, that's good. But if we're not doing good and sharing with others Monday to Saturday... It becomes meaningless. But as we live that out and do good to others, then God is pleased with that sacrifice. Micah 6 puts it like this. He has told you what is good. What does the Lord ask of you? But to do what is fair, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. That's the sacrifice that God is looking for. Fair, love kindness, walk humbly with God. Now that sounds doable to me. I'm a fairly nice guy. Uh, not many people dislike me. And I'm really uh, amazed that people do. You, you can't believe that anyone would dislike me because I'm just such a nice guy. It's so doable to do this until I read Matthew 5. And for me, this is an important part of this message. 
Because in Matthew 5, Jesus expands on how I'm supposed to do good to others and how I'm supposed to be kind and loving and fair. Listen to some of these and be challenged. This is what Jesus says. But I tell you, anyone who is angry with his brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Therefore, if you're coming with your gift to the altar and there remember that you have something against your brother or sister, leave the gift there and go and make it right with them. Then come back and give your offering. So as you're sitting here today, if you've got anything against your brother and sister, go work it out. That is your offering of praise. That is your sacrifice to him. And he will smile on that. It's no good coming to church and acting like a Christian if you've got something in your heart against a fellow believer. Go and work it out. That's my sacrifice of praise to God. Matthew 5, we read on. You've heard it said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you, anyone who even looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. If your computer takes you down paths that you shouldn't be on, toss it out the window. Because what I do in private, in front of my computer, is a sacrifice of praise. And as I live a life for him in private, it's a sacrifice of praise to him. And suddenly doing good and being kind and fair to people, it suddenly becomes harder. A sacrifice of praise to God. Jesus goes on, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by earth, for it is footstool, or by Jerusalem, or and do, do not swear by your head, for you cannot even make uh, one hair white or black. All you need to do is say a simple yes and no. All you need to do is be honest and live with integrity. And when you say I'm going to do something, you do it. And when you say oh, I can't do that, it's got to be an honest answer. And, and live your life with honesty. Live it transparently. Don't make up lies. Don't make up poor excuses that are lies. Just do what you do for God and live a life of integrity. He goes on to say, you've heard it said, love your neighbour and hate your enemy, which was a common term back then, a common saying. And let's face it, that's an easy one to live by. Love the people that you love, but your enemies, whatever. Jesus said, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That's my offering of praise. For the very few people who don't like me, I've got to pray for them and love them and pray blessing on their life. All of a sudden, this sacrifice of praise to him becomes such an almost difficult thing. I've got to live countercultural in every area of my life with my finances. The, the culture says, work as hard as you can, earn as much as you can, play as hard as you can. Jesus said, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness and then you'll have everything added anyway. But make me number one in your life. Give generously for no other reward than being generous. Don't make money the centre of your world because if you do, you're offering a sacrifice of praise to the treasurer. Who's the treasurer? Chalmers. No, what's his name? Uh, my, my, my Lord is Jesus Christ. Therefore, I offer a sacrifice of praise to him. Now, now that I delve down into what it is to offer a sacrifice of praise to God, to be kind, to be good, to be fair, to pray for my enemies, to make his kingdom the centre of everything, it now seems like, wow, this is pretty difficult. This is a difficult way to live life and it requires every day laying my life down, 
God, I want to profess your name. I want to be a Christian in the way I talk, but I also want to be a Christian in the way I act, even in the hard things, like loving my enemy, like putting you first, like doing the right thing on the computer, all these things. And, and suddenly this life of professing faith and, and service to Jesus Christ is our spiritual act of sacrifice. All of a sudden, it does become difficult. It becomes a struggle, an everyday struggle to live a life of sacrifice for God. So how can I do it? Because the fact is, I do fail so often. I don't live to the standard I know I should live. How can I possibly live to that standard? What's going to help me do that? The writer here in Hebrews, he goes on to say this in Hebrews 13, 20 to 21. So I pray that the God of peace will give you every good thing you need so that you can do what God wants you to do. How can I possibly live a life of sacrifice to God that is God-honouring and God-worthy when I am an underachiever? How can I possibly do that? The way I do that is by allowing God, the God of peace, to give me everything I need. And I do that through relationship. Every single day laying my life down. Every single day saying, God, here I am. Change me and challenge me. God, I lay my life down for you. My relationship with you is the most important thing in the world. I'm going to make you the centre. God, help me today. Sometimes I'll fail at that. Sometimes I'll, I'll make mistakes. But with God's help, I can do the very best I can. But it comes with a decision from me. It comes with my decision to make him the centre and to offer a sacrifice of praise. And as I look around a congregation this size, I know, I know that there are people here today who hold something against someone else, maybe in this building. And God says... This is the sacrifice of praise that makes me smile when you go and fix that relationship up so that there's no more bitterness. Or maybe you're holding stuff in your heart and, and, and you just need to, to come to God and say, God, forgive me. Or maybe you've made money the centre of everything and it's dominating your life and, and you need to come back to that place and say, no more. Or maybe you're looking at stuff on the computer that you shouldn't be looking at. God, help me in this struggle because I want to offer a sacrifice of praise to you. And it comes with daily making the effort, sacrifice, giving our lives to him as a sacrifice. We looked at those gravestones before. I think every day I should come to that place where I say, God, I want to die to myself and I want to live to you. And on my gravestone, it should say, Lee Dolman, he died and the date should be blank. And every morning I should fill that in. He died for Christ on the 13th of November, 2022. And tomorrow I should do the same. And the next day I should do the same. God, I'm dying to self. And I'm living for you as an act of sacrifice. And God is pleased with that sacrifice. As daily we die to him and say, have me as your living sacrifice. When we do that, it transforms our life and we're living for the kingdom of God and our life becomes meaningful as we give our life to him. Why don't you stand? We're going to pray. It's a great prayer that <coughs> the writer of Hebrews wrote at the end. He said, I pray that the God of peace will give you every good thing you need so that you can do what he wants. 
I'm going to pray that prayer in just a moment. But our homework for this week is to go away and really think about this and maybe read through Matthew 5 where Jesus tells us this is what living for the kingdom of God is. And it's challenging to live the life that Jesus calls us to live. And as we go through that, if you've got something against someone, even in this church, go and fix it up because God requires that sacrifice. If you're looking at stuff you shouldn't be looking at on the internet, fix it up because God requires that sacrifice. If you're unkind or ungenerous, fix it up because that's the sacrifice God requires. He doesn't just want our words. He wants our doing. And we've got to try to fix it up and die to ourselves every day. And I pray that the God of peace will give you every good thing that you need so that you can do what he wants you to do. Let's pray. God, on this Remembrance Day weekend, as we've been remembering young men and women who gave the ultimate sacrifice, I think of that word sacrifice and I realise I'm called to give the ultimate sacrifice every day back to you because you died for me and you gave me life. And my spiritual act of worship is to die to self every day and to say, I'm yours and you are my Lord and you are my Saviour. I pray that you would help us do that. Holy Spirit, that you would pinpoint areas in my life that I need to change, that I need to put to death. Holy Spirit, I pray every day that you would prompt me and guide me and challenge me. I don't want to stay the way I am, but I want to be someone who continually changes to be more like Jesus. Lord, I I lay my life down, my desires, my character flaws, my dreams. I lay them down and I say that you are Lord. And I do it with my mouth and I do it with my attitude and I do it with my heart. God, have your way. And if I need to forgive, if I need to change, if I need to do something, I'll do it for you because you are my Lord. So help us do this, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Country Hope Church podcast and that this episode blessed you. If you've got any questions or prayer requests, please don't hesitate to contact us through our email, connect at countryhope.church. If you'd like to subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode, that would be fantastic. Otherwise, we hope to see you either online or in person at some point soon.